0: The other day I was in Mossman, and houses in Mossman, if you don't know Mossman here in Sydney, are fairly expensive, and I was outside this house that I'd guess would be between 3 and $4 million, and it was an open house, the house was for sale, and outside there was this middle-aged real estate agent in a scruffy, shabby, ill-fitting suit. But what I particularly noticed about him was he had these cheap, scuffed, black shoes on, the kind of shoes that men wear because they're really trainers, but they allegedly look like they're leather and they don't you know, need to be polished. And um, I just thought it was really interesting that if I was going to buy a $4 million house, I would expect the real estate agent to be standing outside looking sharp and prosperous and somehow congruent with the house. And it made me think I'd really like to get Personal stylist on the show because the show is about stories. And the show, for those of you who don't know, is Tale Making. And I'm Stephen Lewis from Tailist, a content marketing agency here in Sydney. And in this podcast, we talk about all the various ways in which we tell stories. And of course, we tell stories in the things that we write and the things that we say, but there are lots of ways that we send signals about who we are and where we're from, and our clothes are one of them. So I was really excited to come across Lynn Stockdale, who's a trained image consultant and personal branding coach with over 15 years' experience in London and Australia from retail buying, store operations, and retail training. And in case you think that working with Lynn is going to be just about what's in fashion this season, Lynn also will be bringing to you her life coaching and NLP qualifications. And on her website and on her LinkedIn profile, she said something that you know really resonated with me, obviously as I've just said. And that is that she believes that your clothes and your image send a message about who you are. Well, before you said anything and speaking of well, before you said anything, Lynn, I've been talking for some time now and you've been very kindly sitting here. Thank you for coming to tail making.
1: Thank you, Stephen.
0: So Lynn, what, what do you mean by that, that your clothes and your image send a message about who you are before you've said anything?
1: Basically how you dress, um, does send a message about who you are. So I actually, um, when I work with clients, I, it's all about bringing out your, your unique personality, um, on the outside um, so when you dress and when you get dressed in the morning, um, that's how you bring out who you are. That's how you express yourself. And people make an impression of you within the first seven seconds of meeting you. So that's what you—that's the message that you're giving out. Um, and so that's why my work is so important and that's why I love what I do.
0: So you, you say it's about your unique personality. So in, in my case, it's probably fair to say I have quite a large personality, but I've worked in corporate Australia if I turned up at work in a bank wearing a clown suit, um, it probably wouldn't have gone over very well. I mean, everybody there was wearing, you know, white shirt, grey trousers, maybe a blue shirt uh, and, a, and a suit jacket. How, how do you bring out the unique personality there?
1: I mean, yeah, it, it can be quite challenging. What's really important um, there, when I work with people, we talk about things like their personality. So for you, if you have quite an outgoing personality, that's really important. So for you, when you're getting dressed in the morning, you need to be reflecting that. So I would say in a corporate environment, I would do things like um, your your tie, your pocket square, maybe even like a funky pair of socks or something like that, really to bring out your personality so that you you are unique and you are being seen in a different way instead of looking exactly like everybody everybody else
0: and and is that subtle because I mean I have worked with people who thought that you know the Donald Duck tie was the way to express their personality um and I I will admit to in my early 20s thinking that a bow tie was the way to bring out my ex, you know great personality and also accentuate my gut um is it subtle I mean how how crazy is the tie going to be to bring out the personality
1: It has to be appropriate. So like the Daffy Duck tie is inappropriate. It's not the kind of thing you want to see in a corporate environment. Uh, What I do as well is we talk about how do you want to come across, you know, do you want to come across as being professional, confident, um, you know, skilled in what you do? Do you want people to pay attention to what you say rather than thinking about the tie that you're wearing, that it's inappropriate? So it's those kind of things as well. Uh, We don't want to detract from what you, the work that you do and how important that is as well. So yeah, there's a lot of things that go into it.
0: In the book, I don't know if you've read it, American Psycho, um, he is a psychopathic killer, but a very well-dressed psychopathic killer. But he has a principle that if he gets complimented on his clothes in any way, he immediately throws the clothes away. Because his philosophy is you shouldn't notice... The clothes should be sort of accentuating him and part of a whole package, but you shouldn't be able to put your finger on the fact that it's that belt. That's That's what's doing it. Is it the same? Do you have to look at the total package that you don't want people going, oh, your tie is amazing constantly?
1: Hmm. I mean, I actually think being noticed and um, for, for, for all the right reasons I think is important. You don't want people to notice for the wrong reasons. So like sometimes um, I'll work with people and they'll have items in their wardrobe that will will um, I'll say, look, they're just too bold, they're completely overpowering you. Um, And they'll say, but, you know, I wore this to the Christmas party and I got heaps of compliments on it. (laughs) And the thing is as well, people might love the colour and they might think the design is fantastic, but on you it's just not great. So I always say, "Um, did you wear the dress or did the dress wear you? And that's what it's about. You know, you want to be noticed but not for the wrong reasons.
0: Is it easier for a man, for instance, you know, who works in in a corporate environment to to dress appropriately but in a way that reflects their personality than it than it is for a woman because it's always seemed to me that the range of possibilities for women are so much greater than for men.
1: Mm. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Look, there, there are, but but in the corporate environment for women, it's the same. You know, it suits, it's skirts, blazers. It's the same kind of thing. Um, it can be harder in a corporate environment to to present yourself well. Um, I have worked with corporate women um, quite a lot, and the range of what's out there is quite limited. I think the real the real key with corporate is to go for quality pieces. That's where you can really make the difference. Items that fit really really well. That's the most important. And, and for men, it's exactly the same. So I. Actually Think for men, it's kind of easier because it's just a there's there's an easy formula to create there, and um, there are certain shops that do it really really well, and I would just stick to those shops and keep it really focused.
0: So, how is it that we and I, I speak as somebody who's probably never successfully on his own matched a jacket with a shirt with a tie? Um, How is how is it we make so many mistakes? Do you think you know what is it that people are, are blind to in in dressing themselves? in a fairly rigid environment.
1: What are they blind to in a rigid environment? Okay, yeah. I mean, I think obviously people just tend to. It can get a bit boring, so they find it boring. Um, a lot of people think, well, you know, it's just work. It's just my workwear. I'm just gonna, you know, it's like my uniform. I'll hang it up. I'll take it out, and I haven't really put much effort into it. And I think that's that's the thing. People don't put a lot of effort into that that wardrobe that you're going to wear five days a week, um, and they'll spend all their time on on the weekend wear. And, I, and look, I work with people who do it the other way around as well, but. I think it's just kind of like that. Oh, it's just my work suit. I think it's important to say, well, it, it is your work suit, and what kind of impression do you want to give at work? And uh, making sure that that suit does um, communicate that message. So,
0: what range of messages can can say a suit can convey? Because I mean, I I know um, we my my wife and I were recently on the property buying circuit, and I think it would be safe to say that on the whole, you could spot an estate agent at you know three hundred. Yards, because they do seem to dress in a very similar style. Um, it's like they get their real estate licence and somebody says, here's where you buy the sharp suits. Um, what, what sort of, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, what is the, what is the range of options that's available to people um, in, sort of, in sort of standing out? How is a suit not a suit in, in that sense?
1: Mm. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be down to the fit. The fit of the suit is the most important thing. So those are investment pieces. Um, The rest of it is down to um, obviously shoes. Um, I call call them accessories, but yeah, the the tie, the pocket square, the shoes. um, Shoes should always be clean. I think one thing that people also tend to forget about is grooming. It's so important. Um, I'm
0: feeling so self conscious now.
1: <laughs> it's part of the package, you know it all it all ties in um you know, um being well groomed, um, and I think you know you do see a lot of real estate agents that absolutely nail that look that the shoes are polished, the car is is in, is perfect, you know the pocket square the, the t- everything just really works really well together. so um there's definitely there is definitely a real estate look, yes.
0: <laughs> but it also sends out a message that says you are. St- Sharp, right? I mean, in every sense of the word, and and I could see that if if you were in, I mean, I suppose if I turned up um, wanting therapy, for instance, and my therapist was dressed like a real estate agent, I might feel a little bit less of the touchy feely. Do do you see that sort of? situational mistake that people make for instance they just think a a good suit for instance is going to work in in every circumstance
1: absolutely um I work I work with women a lot who um can tend to be dressing quite girly and quite feminine at work um and they don't understand why um things might not be going as well when they're trying to go for promotions and things like that um I see I see a lot of those kind of inappropriate um dressing Uh, you know, if if I was working with someone who is a counselor, you don't want to be in a power suit, you want to come across as approachable, you want people to feel like they can share things with you and they feel really comfortable with you straight away. So we would never do anything corporate. And you know, I work with a lot of um, coaches as well. And that's exactly the kind of thing we do. Yes, they have corporate wear because they're doing presentations and workshops and that kind of thing and networking events. When they're working with clients, we have to take it down a little bit so they feel approachable.
0: And and do you find when you're explaining that to people that I suppose because they're an approachable person to start with and they see themselves as approachable and don't see themselves as frightening. Do do they have trouble understanding that their clothes are making them seem a certain way that is not reflective of who they are?
1: Most of the time, when people come to me, they actually see value in it already, or they understand that they're doing something wrong, or they feel that you know there's something in them that says, you know i'm I'm not quite doing myself um any favours, I'm doing something a little bit wrong, people have said it to me, or I just I'm just picking it up.
0: And who so I mean what sort of person, I mean, I, I think it's been clear from talking to you that it's not just celebrities who have stylists. So what's the range of of your clients, who are the people who come to you?
1: Um, It's really interesting. You know, when I first started this, I thought, um, you know, it would be people who would be considered quite wealthy or whatever. I work with just ordinary people, but it's people who do see a value in it. They see a value in that personal brand. They see a value in expressing themselves. They want to be seen. They need to be seen. So they're presenting their business. Um, But absolutely, they're, they're ordinary people. They... But they they see a value in actually investing money in that because ultimately it is an investment. It really is, and um, you know, it's not something that um is kind of it, it's a big it's a, a big time investment as well as money as well. Um, so, but it's also it's also quite affordable in the sense that ordinary people do do see a value in it and are able to afford it as well.
0: You say it's a it's a big time investment. I could certainly see how it would be a big financial investment. Um, as I'm pretty sure you're not taking people to Kmart for a. A walk around, um, but in terms of time, t- tell me what is what is the process? Somebody comes to you, and and how does it go from from A to B?
1: Yeah, so we'll start off with um, really sitting down and having a chat about lifestyle, um, what they do for a living, what their goals are, what are the things that they really want to get out of that session um, because every single person has something different and often when we actually sit down and um, have that chat, in actual fact something else will come out of it, out of it. and they'll say, oh, you know, I actually didn't even re- realise that. I actually need to have a few more outfits to do that in as well, um, particularly around the questioning that I have. So I have a certain set of questions that I'll ask to get, to get the right on And I guess that's where the the coaching kind of background comes out as well, which which I find really helpful. Um, We'll then do, uh, it starts off with a colour consultation. So a colour consultation, I think, is the most important part of any um, styling session because um, no matter how much you invest in your wardrobe, if it's not in the right colour, it won't have as much of an impact. So I feel that wearing the right colours is the number one thing. So once we do that, it takes us into the next um, step, which is going through the wardrobe at the same time, we'll look at body shape. I don't tend to get too caught up in body shape. I think um, there are certain things and certain ways that you can accentuate your body shape, and I will stick to those those tips. Um, we then do. I have a really fun kind of quiz where you um, discover your style, your unique style personality, which is actually really fantastic because it means that we find out your unique personality and how you want to how you want to be seen by the world.
0: So, when you say style personality, what's a what are what are the you know like clown (laughs) real estate (laughs) agent what 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 so, what do they have names that yeah, differ- they have
1: names so so that you 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 have like your top three, so you'll come out with um, so some people be like classic, um, dramatic, and relaxed, so um, it is quite funny. And I, what I do is I just to make it even more fun because they are fun sessions as well, I attach a celebrity to it, and so I'll know sort of by age group as well, sort of what kind of celebrity they're really going to relate to. Um, a lot of women relate to someone like Olivia Palermo, um, Kate Middleton, Amal Clooney, people like that who are very, very stylish, so um, so they and then we'll kind of work with that look
0: (laughs) i'm just loving. i'm just i'm just trying to think can you be kate middleton on a target budget that's your (laughs) that's your problem isn't it so so okay i I interrupted so you so you get your style personality and then where do we so having decided that you're kate middleton Mm. do you then you go off to the kind of shops where if kate middleton lived here in sydney people would kate middleton would shop in is that the
1: yeah, so – well, okay, before we do that, we go through the wardrobe. So we actually pull out all the stuff that um, that, that is – first of all, it's in the wrong colour, and then we'll start creating outfits. So it's like, okay, so if um, going to networking events is the most important thing for you and that's where you need outfits for, or going for interviews is the most important thing, what are the interview outfits that we can now start creating? And while we're doing that, I'm creating a list uh, of things that are must-have items. So it could be just a white shirt is going to create five new outfits, um, a great pair of um, black pants, a great suit or something is going to create – a, a whole lot of new outfits out of that so we'll do that Um, I then go away and create an online lookbook Um, on Pinterest which is fabulous so um, I'll do that so that I then we then start really honing it down and creating a signature look creating that kind of capsule wardrobe um, that is all quite well coordinated so there's a need for shoes or whatever we'll we'll list all that as well Um, and then usually a week or so later we meet up at the shops we review what we're going to go through and then from um, all of that information that I've gathered in the first session I'll then know which shops are the best ones to go to and I'll also go beforehand and make sure that I've picked out items before we get there.
0: And is this for men and women?
1: Yes, so both men and women, yeah. Many so, women, so, so though.
0: Because I, I was going to say, I could have a capsule wardrobe. I, I have no idea what that is. And <laughs> as, as you're describing the process, it sounds like several rings of hell to me. There <laughs> was going through my wardrobe. There yeah. was trying to find out what a capsule wardrobe is. There's going shopping. That, it just sounds horrendous to me. Do you find that a lot of men on the – I mean, that's that's me though, right? But do you find that a lot of men – are are willing to are interested in, or is this something their wives and girlfriends give them as a last resort? <laughs> Someone's coming to the house, darling. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: surprise! No, um, actually, to be honest, um, there aren't there aren't that many men, and th- there is w- there are way more women. Way more women. Um, see, they they just they're much more interested in it. Um, also, I find men tend to be. Um, They're open to it when when they're doing it but they don't tend to talk about it a lot afterwards whereas women are quite happy to talk about it and share their experiences and that kind of thing afterwards as well. So they're very private about the experience.
0: So do you find then with with a lot of these women, you mentioned it might be that they're not getting the promotions that they want, that there's been a a trigger event that has led them to look at their wardrobes and, and the way that they're presenting themselves to the world?
1: Always. There's always usually um, some sort of change, um, some sort of movement in their lives. Sometimes they've lost a lot of weight and sometimes they're getting back on the dating scene. Um, A lot of the time they're they're building businesses, um, they're starting to go for interviews, they're wanting to make some change in their life and they're feeling like this is going to be the way for them to actually do it. It's going to be part of the way that they're going to make those changes. Yeah.
0: There would, of course, you know, be the argument that it, it's terrible that anybody wouldn't get the next job because of the way that they dressed. Um, that, you know, if, if you're going for a job, man or woman, you should be judged on your intellectual ability to do the job, um, not on your presentation of yourself in, in terms of your clothes. I mean, what do you think of that as, a, as an argument?
1: And absolutely, I agree with you. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be judged on your appearance. Unfortunately, it, it just happens. It does happen, and it's it's sometimes actually sort of subconscious as well. Um, I remember ages ago, I did uh, a couple of years ago. I did a course, and it was quite a big um, investment. And the person who came up to to do the training. Um, was um, dressed in an, in an outdated style, which is why I always say it's not about fashion. However, it is about being current because, for me, that's a subconscious message saying, um, you know, my ideas are out of date. Um, my, I'm not taking care of my appearance or I'm not taking care of my my clothing and all that kind of thing. And that's that, for me, just sends that message that you're a bit out of date. You're not really... Um, you know, you're not really sort of vibrant and keeping up to date with, with things that, as they're happening. So that, that that's kind of – and I think it's sort of like a subconscious thing for a lot of people as well. It's not necessarily conscious um, essentially, but, yeah, I think that definitely happens.
0: So people are judging you on some level and it, it, do you find it, it's often the case that your clients have identified that they're being judged but perhaps can't put their finger on what it is that they're exactly. they're sending out? Okay. and And have you had a situation where, you know, somebody you've redressed or refreshed – um has gone on to success that had been eluding them otherwise
1: Hmm. I mean yeah there's you know there's there's a few stories um success stories along the way and one really stands out to me um I worked with a um a woman um coach um she coaches females as well um and she she does a lot of video posting I mean it's kind of the, the big thing at the moment everyone's doing a lot of video posting on their um on their websites and she um she was doing a lot of that kind of thing and wanted a revamp she wanted it to all for her her brand to be aligned with um her her clothes as well and and um, after we worked together, she actually ended up signing a, a media deal as well, which which is so fantastic. And the, the thing is with, with the clothes is she was already confident. It just gave her the extra confidence um, and made her also look like she had everything together. She had a real sort of succinct look going on, and that's what really makes a difference.
0: Would, would you say... I mean, of course, everybody is unique, but would you say that time and again, you see the same set of mistakes being made by men or women or, or both or different mistakes for men and women?
1: Um, the biggest mistake I see people make is um, wearing black. So people, because they get afraid, I'm looking, I'm you're, not at wearing, you're not wearing black <laughs> Um, look, it's okay to wear black, but I just think some people use it as a default and they, they become less adventurous and less um, able to try. They don't want to try anymore, so they, so they wear black. And so the whole wardrobes are full of black. And um, I can understand that um, because there's just a lot of black in the shops as well. But I think it's really important if you, you know, if you can wear, everyone can wear colour and I think it's really important to have a go with it and, and express yourself in that way.
0: You you say that one of the things you do is, is, is help people with their colours. Is it hard for you to switch it off? I mean, is it is it a little bit like, you know, I one sometimes wonders if, if you're a psychologist when, whenever you're at a dinner party, you're, you know, narcissist, Asperger's, <laughs> as you go around the table. Do you find yourself going,
1: no, no, not the pink? <laughs> um... I'm going to say no to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In a very unconvincing way, I would have to say.
1: Look, it, it, it can be awkward. I, I, sometimes when I meet up with uh, with friends, they'll say, oh, gosh, I made an extra special um, effort today. And you think, please don't do that. You know, like y- you don't need to do that. I'm, I'm not judging people at all. Um, but i it, bet you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. <laughs> Is it
0: easier to be stylish with money?
1: I actually think you can do it on a budget as well, definitely. there's a lot of, There are a lot of options out there. There are a lot of tricks and things that you can do. Accessorising is one of the biggest ways that you can keep a wardrobe updated in winter, scarves, jewellery, all that kind of thing. I think it's actually um, – someone said to me, um, there was this quote, and I hope I can get it out in the right way, but I, it's something along the lines of um, only rich people can afford to buy um, cheap clothes. So it's that kind of thing. Mm. Um, save up for the investment pieces and they will last you for years.
0: Do you find for yourself that there's constant pressure that you can't leave the house in a pair of tracksuit bottoms?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I once went to a friend's birthday party um, when I was first starting out and I'll never forget this because I'll never do it again. I, I wore a shirt and I was, I was running a bit late and I thought, oh, I think it looks okay, it's a little bit creased. And I went to the party and, of course, she'd been telling all her friends that, you know, my friend's style And all kind of thing, and one of the girls came up to me and she said, "Oh, you're her friend, and you're the stylist." And I was just shrinking, thinking, "I just so wish that I'm this shirt." And ever since then, yes, I do have to make an extra, an extra special effort, definitely.
0: So, how much time do you spend yourself every? Updating yourself every every season.
1: I think you would actually be surprised at how small my wardrobe is so it's very very capsule and it it, uh, what I tend to do is I mix a lot of things together and so I make sure that practically almost every single item can be worn um, together and of course I have a signature look and a signature way of dressing um, that that means that that a lot of the pieces coordinate very well.
0: And how do you how do you find business I mean is it is it word of mouth for you to get to get things out or networking or what what works
1: um, so obviously referrals, like that's my that's my biggest way. Um, I do a lot of networking as well. Um, I try to get out there as much as possible. Um, I do a lot of talks as well. So I'll do talks. Um, I'm doing a talk this evening at a at a gym on dressing for your body shape um, to a group of personal training um, clients. Um, I'll also do. Um, I did a talk a couple of weeks ago at a dating workshop. So dressing for dates, undressing, and kind of not not <laughs> undressing. No. <laughs>
0: That's, not, <laughs>
1: That's that wasn't not part of the service <laughs> no um and then um also i did uh, I've done a talk to um a group of people who were going through a public speaking course, so how important it is to have your signature brand um when you're out there on the you know doing the talks
0: so when when you say um when you say signature brand uh, you know again, from a bloke's point of view. I don't know how I would carry off a, a brand, but, I mean, I can understand, you know, the idea of having one. You know, so to me it would just be having a lot of white shirts and a lot of grey suits. That would then be your brand. What, what do you mean by having a brand? How can you have a brand across a range of different outfits? That's probably a very man-ignorant question.
1: I think um, you already have a brand. You definitely already have a brand. Oh, boots and jeans. You are already, uh, you. Uh, look, at uh, a lot of people, you'll have a formula. You have the things that you like and you have a way that you dress um, already. So you already have a, a foundation of something there. Um, and that's what I do as well when I work with people is finding out what that foundation is because that's, that's where they go, where they feel comfortable. Um, so try to get people to step out of their comfort zone, but also finding out if, if it works, well, that's great and let's try to find ways to enhance it.
0: Have you ever had anyone in tears when you look at her wardrobe and say, no, 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 let's just walk away from this now? Not the when capsule I've, is the bin.
1: Not when I've actually been there but maybe when I've left. <laughs> look, I, you know, there are ways. Um, I was having a laugh with someone on the weekend when we were going through her wardrobe and she was saying, you know, just be. I don't mind, just be honest. And, I was, you know, there, there are certain ways of saying, well, I, I think we can do better. I think we can do better than that. And that's kind of the, the language that I tend to use. Is there
0: a big, you know, I, th- I think back to myself um, when when I was at school in what was then called lower sixth form, um, I dressed incredibly badly. And I had this epiphany over the summer that it was not actually mandatory to dress incredibly badly and that I could, in fact, spend a bit of money or some of my parents' money on some better clothes and, and, and look better. And I, I did. And I looked so much better when I went into upper sixth form that it was much remarked upon and was actually quite embarrassing. Is there a moment where you take somebody who's dressed really badly and then they rock up to work on Monday and they're suddenly the, you know, the Bridget Bardot of St. George Bank? Um, Is that too much? Is Is there a transition that people need to go through or do they just walk in looking fabulous on Monday?
1: I think they're so excited um, to wear their new clothes and get themselves out there. A lot of people will be like, I just don't, I'm so excited. I don't know what, wh- which outfit am I going to choose to wear on Monday when I go to work? And I get a lot of that feedback that they walked in and people just said, What have you done? Like, you look amazing and you've transformed yourself. And so I don't think, I think it's fabulous. If people notice, I wouldn't worry about it.
0: And can everybody look fabulous or are some people beyond hope? <laughs>
1: I actually honestly believe everyone can look fabulous. There is a way for everyone to achieve that, definitely.
0: And do you ever say to somebody, maybe before we go shopping, the gym? <laughs>
1: never really? never never no um look this is about this is about owning who you are being who you are um, accepting yourself as you are um if you've been to the gym and you've lost a lot of weight that's great as well but for me this is about i want to 100 percent make you feel amazing exactly as you are right now
0: now that people have gone oh my god shit, i'm probably terrible <laughs> she sounds nice and that she's not going to tell me that i'm too fat and too ugly to look good how can they how can people find you to work with you
1: um, so they can find me on my website. so it's um, stylishu.com.au. Um, and my, my most popular package is the exclusive personal branding package which is the whole um, the whole package that goes together. Yep.
0: Excellent. Lynn, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you. That's awesome.
0: So you have been listening to Talemaking, a podcast from Tailist. You can find out more about the show, uh, links to Lynn, and um, access to our exclusive s- um, subscriber library of bonuses at tailist.com. That's tail as in telling tales, T-A-L-E-I-S-T.com. I've been Stephen Lewis. My thanks to Lynn Stockdale for um, appearing today and not, I, I think I genuinely, I don't think she judged me for answering the door in Ugg Boots. Um, and so please I hope to see you at tailers.com and until next time thank you for listening next week on the tail making podcast the first year I took on this team they lost every single game not not most every game this now puts us at the position where I thought I'm going to try this experiment it transformed everything. And it was an extraordinary result. You know, it was incredibly exciting to see the kind of results that we got. Sign up at tailmaking.com.